right, welcome to Thursday. Yes, true and trivial talk. Yes, indeed, we are back. We did not have an episode last week, but we are here. We are back doing our thing. You think they missed us? I don't know, but I'm going to assume so because I like to stay positive. <laughs> right. Well, we got a All right. we got a we got a good show program for you today. We are going to go on a first world problems rant. Yes, we are. That's right, and uh, we got some good ones there. And we're going to go with kind of a uh, in light of Valentine's Day being in about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. We are going to do kind of a love theme uh, here. So we're going to do is it a worship song? Or a love song quiz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, Matt's got some for fun. me, and I've got a guess. And then we're also going to do a Christianese dating edition. That'll be so we're going to look at some Christianese words and phrases, but dating uh, edition type uh, phrases and whatnot. So we've got some good stuff in store. Matt, how you been, dude? Man, I've been good. I've been good. It's uh, Man, the weather's nice, and it's, it's yeah, it's, it feels like spring's coming, although... According to the groundhog, Mm-mm. no, we got like six more weeks of winter. No, nope. uh, it's it's Poxitani Phil. Sounds like a Simon Garfunkel Come song. Come on, dude. Cute here. Come on. Ah, uh, Groundhog Day. Yep. Yep. Good times. Well, we're in Texas, so winter ain't that bad. Nah, it's good. Right? I mean, it's just like a mild spring, a mild fall around here. Yeah, but it would be interesting to go and like see that one year, like to, like Groundhog see like Day. a real winter. No, no, like to go up to to Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Puxatani. Is it Puxatani? Puxatani Phil. Puxatani. Yep. Yeah, and just to be able to see that, because I mean, they they do that a big deal. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, there's other things I'd rather do, but <laughs> if I'm going to go that far, travel that far, just go watch Groundhog. Just go watch Groundhog Day with yeah. Bill Murray. Just yeah. go for it. All right, well, yeah. let's get into it. Uh, we're going to first start off with our first world problems rant. It's been a little while since we've done this, but we enjoy ourselves a good rant just to uh, just put on the angry eyes and just go at it. Because you know what? We probably think that you might also feel kind of similar about some of these things we rant on, Maybe too. Maybe so. And Maybe for so. clarification... We are not saying these are real problems. These are we're making fun of ourselves because we're making a bigger deal of it than it really is. Absolutely, so, I just think it's important for us to to mention. It's important that. to make sure everyone knows that we're not that shallow. Yes, we're not that shallow. We're making yeah. fun of ourselves for maybe being a little bit shallow. A little shallow, but uh, <laughs> all right, dude. You uh, you want to go first on this? No, I I set sure, this up? I'll go first. Yeah. All right, um, Come on, Mr. Potato Head, put your uh, put your angry eyes on. So Starbucks, I have a love hate relationship with Starbucks. I. Uh, I love Starbucks. There, there's there's special memories there because that's where my wife and I had our first date. Hey, it's where we met and, too. Yeah, not yeah. you and me, but yeah, Brooke and I. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, so you know, over the years, you know, it it, it it holds special memories. But I am not a I'm not a huge Starbucks fan because I don't I don't drink coffee. You hate coffee. Well, I don't I Just hate come it. Come on, but... be real. You hate coffee. <laughs> you might as well say I hate puppies. So I'm not sure when we first, when we went on our first date there why I said Starbucks other than just the. The atmosphere, but because uh, I think I got like a hot chocolate or a water or something. Anyway, so Starbucks, uh, you know, I'm just I don't like paying that much money for coffee. But nope. Several weeks ago, I was in Georgetown and uh, I was picking one up for our student who one of our students who was um, who was homesick and and I was going to go by and, and see her and her mom and um, so I went to the first Starbucks there in Georgetown and it was closed. Like, Is it the one sure. on Williams Drive? Uh, maybe. I'm yeah, not that's, sure. that, that's where Brooke and I had our first date. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not sure, sure why it was closed, but it was just it was like three in the afternoon. But okay, whatever. And so you know you shouldn't go to Starbucks on Christmas Day, dude. 
It wasn't Christmas Day. I'm just messing. With oh, okay. <laughs> and so then, okay, I'm, I'm looking, and there's there's another one. It's uh, it's more kind of in in downtown. Now you probably know which one this is, but uh, yeah. I get there and uh, I happen to be in the church van because I was speaking of some other things, and I forgot my mask. Oh, dude. I'm like, okay, this isn't a big deal because uh, I'll just go through the drive-through. The one Starbucks that does not have a drive-through, <laughs> they're in downtown Georgetown. I pull up and I'm like, That's "Are you funny. kidding me? There is no drive-through for this Starbucks." So I get out and I'm thinking, "How in the world do I go in without a mask?" Uh, I I take the sweatshirt I have, I kind of pull it up over my. And I'm like, "That just looks ridiculous." Find some so, napkins. <laughs> so then I grab my shirt and kind of pull it up and uh, and walk in and. Every, it's like seen from a movie where everyone, everything just stops and people are just staring like, Ugh. hey, look at the idiot that forgot the mask. So, uh, yeah, I walked in there and uh, tried to order. And I, I ordered uh, – is it Kai? Is it is that what it's chai called? Latte? Chai latte? Chai. Chai latte? That's exactly what happened. So I walked Ugh. up and I – see, I don't drink coffee. That's and not so, even coffee. That's tea with milk. <laughs> so I ordered, I ordered a Kai with – with my shirt over my face, and the guy the guy looks at me, and he he gets what I'm saying, and so he starts at it, and uh, I found out the judgy eyes. I like, found out, yeah. You call that a mask? First of all, you don't call it chai, is or you what, don't call it kai. Is that what he said? So, no, no. I'm just I can read it in his angry eyes. <laughs> Second of all, you don't have a mask, and like everyone is just staring. I mean. Little girls are getting closer to the, get closer to their mom because they're getting away from the, the creepy guy that forgot his mask and doesn't know how to order. So anyway, um, I felt the judgment. I felt the stares for not having the mask. You deserve um, this. But I, I really, I blame Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks did not have a drive-through. They did not come through for me. What is wrong so, with them not having a drive-through? I do not know, but. There it is. There's my first order. Well, right. I'm glad you got that <laughs> off your chest, and I hope you feel a little bit better <sighs> now. better. Ooh, Always. Always Ooh, have a mask. Uh, Always have a mask. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's it's kind of frustrating when you do leave and you're like, okay, where's my spare mask? My go-to in the car. I leave right. there just in case I forget my good one. And uh, I almost had one of those the other day. I'm like, oh, I found one lying down on the floorboard. It's like, it's probably not so great, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> so, all right. Well, my my first world problem rant is toys today. Okay. More specifically, I got two parts to this. The first part is. Transformer toys today. Okay? okay. Now, if you know me, I'm a big Lego nerd. I love Legos, but I also I love me some Transformers. I think Transformers are really cool. My kids have a whole bucket of them. Half of them are mine when I was a kid, and they've somehow found a way to break them, even though they survived my childhood. <laughs> okay. I, I really firmly believe my kids should be toy testers. Like they should be toy testers <laughs> yeah. or any product testers. Company, if you're listening to this and you need someone to figure out if your item or toy or whatever is breakable or has a fault, my kids will find them. My my kids will find its weakness, and they will exploit that weakness and destroy whatever you have made. They are geniuses at this, okay? Like, they really are, okay? Um, but so, like, I really feel like Transformer Toys today, and this applies to a lot of other toys too, they designed them to break without breaking. So they buy another one. Well, no, no, no. Hear me out on this. They designed okay. to – they put inherent, like, sort of – fail-safe breaking points so that it can break, but you can pop it back on. Oh, okay, okay. So they, they make them so cheap that when it breaks, you're like, okay, his arm fell off again, but you can pop it back on, which is supremely annoying when you're trying to transform Bumblebee from car to robot and his head keeps coming off, okay? But it's not breaking. But it is. A piece is falling off. It's, would you like your head to come off? If it goes back on, sure. <laughs> 
I'll be fine with it. <laughs> just like angry guys on and off, right? No, it, but it's it's frustrating. You know, you trans, transform Optimus Prime. Nope, there goes his leg again. Well, we transform the rest. We'll pop his leg back on, right? It's just like it's over and over and over again. All this right. drives me nuts. Toys, back when I was a kid, they didn't. the arms didn't fall off. They put little bolts and stuff in there and little pieces of metal. There's no metal in toys anymore, I feel like. It's just all plastic. It's just so cheap. Anyway. Get it out, dude. <sighs> Mank better toys people make he, better toys he's not done nope the other part that i am frustrated with toys on that i'm like super super frustrated about is that every battery compartment now has a screw on it you must oh, if yeah. you want to insert batteries into anything these days anything you must first find the tiniest screwdriver on the planet <laughs> The tiniest. I think that's like it's a, only like four like micro microns across. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe five microns across, and then you can unscrew this tiniest screw. And if something designed with a screw, just it doesn't come out all the way. It still stays in it. Yeah. But some of them, they come out. And you're like, where did I put that infinitesimally tiny, small yeah. tiny screw to put it back in there for the batteries? Now listen, I get safety. Okay, my kids. Yeah, I, think will, I think it's government regulated. I think yeah, it is. It totally is. Yeah. I'm, I'm railing against the regulation. Okay? okay, I get why it's there. My kids will swallow anything. They might swallow a battery and they'll die. And actually, there's been some really scary stories about that. And I get that. But they're not going to swallow a size D battery. They're not going to swallow. <laughs> you know, they can't swallow. I mean, maybe a double A battery. Come on, a triple A battery, maybe. But if you got like a screwdriver on one of those like circle coin looking battery things, I get that. Kids have swallowed those before and it has wrecked them. Sure. And really bad. Anyway, I'll get that off of my chest. Yeah, well. Anyway, so that's that's our first world problem rant. Maybe you feel the same way about these things. I don't know. Please leave a comment if you have similar uh, emotions about these things. Or if you have one that you'd like to share that we could Seriously. Like, totally share for you. We would like share your name and everything. I like, mean, yeah. We, we could have like a whole episode of other people's first world problem rants. Seriously. We would love to hear them. I there's mean, like, don't, there's we won't websites, judge you. There's whole websites that do that. Like they for have, sure. Where you can just chime in and you're having a bad day at work and, oh, this guy next to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of making fun of ourselves. All know, right. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, yeah. So, Matt, you have a very serious quiz for us, don't you? I do. And I'm, I'm thinking we might need some uh, music here. Some, some, love, some love some love song music. Some love song music. <laughs> All right. Put another I hear it, I hear it in thing the for me to do in post-production. Thank you for yes. that, Matt. Okay. So, all right. What we're going to do since Valentine's Day is coming, what I'm going to give you today, Daniel, and to you out there listening, I'm going to give you some lyrics to a song. Now, we all know that they don't quite make hymns and and church songs like they used to. I mean, some of them, there, there are some okay. that, that are out there right now. They're like, okay, okay that's that's theologically sound and good. and Got some meat and, on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you may hear it in, in either one of the services, you know, the traditional or, or contemporary. But um, there are other songs out there that you're like, um, okay, I probably could have written that. You know, it, <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a love song or a worship song. So what we're gonna it's do? It's a is, love song to Jesus. Yeah, love song to Jesus. But come on, all right. So what we're gonna do is we're going to, I'm gonna give you some lyrics, and you've got to guess: is this a love song <sighs> or a worship song? All I'm right, pulling dynamite sigh. <sighs> <sighs> Are you ready? I don't know. Yeah, I, I may embarrass myself thoroughly here, but that's part of the show, right? Let's part find of the out. Here we go. Bring it. This first one. 
I need your loving in my life. Like, not loving, I need your loving, loving. in my life. Apostrophe. You're the only one whose love is better than life. Now, is that a worship song or a love song, Daniel? It's so bad it has to be a worship song. It is a worship song. <laughs> I hate to say it. That but... <laughs> is Jesus I Long by Hillsong United. Oh, thank you, Hillsong. Oh, You've gone and done it, haven't you? <laughs> All right, well here we go. There. Here's another one. Because you are mine, forever love watching from up above. Love song or worship song? I feel that it wants me to think it's a worship song, but in reality, it's probably not. So I'm going to go with it's not a worship song. It's a love song. It's All by right. Josh Groban to where you are. Hey, Josh Groban is like a hair away from being a worship guy <laughs> person. Isn't he a Christian? Is he a Christian? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He was, he was in a really random TV show with uh, Tony Danza um, from Who's the Boss? And it was like some, he played some detective. He was an actor. Oh. He was a horrible actor. <laughs> okay. Tony Danza was awesome, though. Of course, but, uh, he, Josh Tony Groban, Danza is awesome. Josh Groban was just worthless as an actor. It was just painful. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The next one. I'm coming to you for the love that I need. I'm desperate for your touch. Okay. I feel like this one's trying to make me think it's a love song. So my inclination is to think that this is probably... <laughs> A really like sketchy sounding worship song. It is a worship song. <laughs> Once again, Hillsong United. Oh, Hillsong. You're oh. going to deliver over and over again, aren't Seeking you? Seeking You is the name of the song. <sighs> Not that we're telling you you should go listen to this, but yeah. We're probably advising right. the opposite. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just maybe. Here we go. <laughs> you have been the beauty in the song I sing, the fragrance of the rain. You have been the mystery in my deepest dreams. Oh my gosh. You make me fly away. Okay. I, it's so bad. It's so bad. It can't. If this is a worship song, I give up. You know, like this has to be a love song. This is a worship song. No. <laughs> this is by oh, Phil Wickham. Take no. my heart. Oh, Phil, why did you? Why? I'm, I'm sure there's some more context to this, but this is just way too flowery. Dude. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Maybe you could be the light that opens up my eyes. Make all my wrongs right. Change me. Change me. Yeah, I'm going to go with love song on that one again. Because it feels like a worship song. <laughs> that is a love song. Okay. That is Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, Justin. Well done there, dude. Did that come from his... Was that a song that went along with his Bible study? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Doesn't he, wait, I feel like this is like the three degrees of Kevin Bacon. Doesn't he also go to a Hillsong church? Yes, he does. No. Yes, he does. Was it a Hillsong church or is it um, no. that Mars... Thing no, with, I think it's, I think it's that guy with the glasses. No, it's, it's not the guy with the glasses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, although that, that pastor guy has glasses too. Okay. <laughs> you have me. You have my heart completely. Worship song or love song? I'm going to go worship song. Worship song. That is Gunger. You hey, have me. Isn't it Younger? Maybe it is. Yeah, it's not Gunger. Okay. It's, it's Younger. Okay. And they had that. They were famous. But it for looks that. like Gunger. It's G-U-N-G-O-R. Yeah, it looks like Gunger. I'll give you that. In fact, I think the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, Gunger. No, it's 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 like German, it's Gunger or whatever. <laughs> okay. but they had that, they were really got hugely famous for that song, Beautiful Things. Yeah. Like, you make beautiful things, right? And then what was crazy, their follow-up album, they decided to do like not worship music. Yeah. They became like billionaires overnight over this song. Right. And they're like, 
eh, let's just yeah. make not worship yeah. songs. Yeah, dance to the one that brought you. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, guys. <laughs> and didn't one of them come out as like, you know, I'm not really a Christian anymore or something? I don't know. There was, there was some interesting sort of uh, sort of fallout there, if I recall. Oh. So anyway. Okay. Not that this is VH1 behind the music or anything. But yeah, like, right? Pop <laughs> yeah. up video. You're, you're kind of taking it to a, a dark place there. Yeah, well, you know. It's kind of light and airy until, uh, okay. <sighs> that went dark Speaking quickly. of light and airy. Okay. <laughs> I want to give you my world. To reveal all I am and mm. all I've become. Okay, it's not a good worship song if it has the word world in it. Because the world is negative, right? So I'm going to say this is a love song. This is a worship song. No! Once again, Phil would Come on, Phil! Come on, Phil! What are you thinking? <laughs> Come on, dude. You can't put the word world in it. Unless it's like Jesus loves the world, right? Yeah, Some context there. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. What about this one? I'm being very facetious, by the way. Yes, you can tell. I can tell. Uh, I, I'm just, I know you can tell. I'm just going to make I, sure you can tell. I think they can tell. <laughs> okay. All right. I can see that you are the only one for me. You're the only one I really need. Worship All right. Song? I feel like I've, got, I've struck it out recently about the whole worship song thing. So I'm going to say this is love song. This is a love song. This is in sync. In sync. Back oh, in the man. day. You're the only one for me. <laughs> Do you know how the song goes? No. I don't either. No, I think that makes us cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they do. All right. How about this one? Um, I need you so much closer. Mm. I need you so much closer. Uh, why not? Worship song. Love song. No. Yep. Actually, I think I'm, I'm actually pleased by that. <laughs> you know? That is a, a death cab for... Cutie song. Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. Hey, I could see them singing that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice uh, hipster song cultural reference there. Very cool. <laughs> I think I'm done. You think you don't, you don't have any more? I got a couple more. I, was that a, let's do one more. One more? I wasn't ready for it to be over. This is fun. All right. This is an older one. Okay. I would say older, like, you know, going back 10 Dude, don't give any hints, man. Okay. All right. No hints. All this time I was looking for love trying to make things work that weren't good enough mm. I thought I'm through I thought I'm through till I thought I'm through I said I'm done and stumbled into the arms of the one this okay this sounds like a like a 70s song or something <laughs> no it sounds like it's total like a 70s love song or whatever but my word this is this is isn't it this is a worship song isn't it it's a love song oh thank goodness it's not one in a million is the name of the song. One in a million. Yep. It's a one in a million, that's for sure. <laughs> well done there. Well, yes. You did pretty good. Uh, Half of them, maybe. I think like 50-50. Right? Yeah. Which well, is usually what you do on these. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you usually don't. But, I mean, hey. I will be honest. It's hard to really think through really good answers on this while you're trying to think about doing the podcast itself at the same time. If I was sitting in front of this <laughs> and like wasn't worried about actually doing a podcast, I might have more thought processing to be able to do this. Truth, but, uh, truth be it, told, uh, it, it, it is not so good. I've got the answers in front of me, but if, if I were on your end, I probably would have been stumbled over these as well. I need to come up with one next time and grill you. And grill what you do, man. Yeah. Seriously. All right. Oh, these songs, I mean, I, I mean, let, let's have some meaty worship songs, okay? Like, not not super deep, but like, come on. Hey, come I think on. trends have kind of come away from that a little bit, I unless you're so. in the Hillsong. Category <laughs> uh, or Bethel, maybe or, Bethel. or Phil Wickham. Phil Wickham, yeah, 
Go Phil, man. You made some great content for us today. Yes. We appreciate that. Yes, Keep do. it up, man. You All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, reset the camera so we can start into our next segment, which we're going to talk about Christianese phrases and words, dating edition. So, Ooh. yes, and you might have been guilty of using some of these. So it's okay. Judgment-free zone. It's okay. All right. We'll see you in five seconds. Bye. And we are back, and we are about to go into yes, we are. a segment on Christianese. Yes, we have lots of uh, fun phrases in the Christian subculture, and it it's good to poke fun of ourselves sometimes, or also explain where these phrases come from. So yeah, so you got it, man. Let let's hear some of these. Oh uh, yeah, so this is an I've pulled. We know a lot of these phrases ourselves, but there's a really funny article on John. Not that we've ever used any of them. Uh, No, no, totally not. Now, this is an article from uh, Jonathan Acuff's website, Stuff Christians Like. And this is actually a guest post by the name of Tim Stewart. Well done. Where he basically writes an entire article using nothing but Christianese phrases. And so there's a segment where he he talks about a made-up person who uh, dates somebody. And so he uses all these different phrases. So I'm going to read some of these segments from this article, not all of it, just some of it, that describes his sort of initial relationship with this person. And uh, we'll pick apart some of the phrases that are, are used. All right, so here we go. This, this is the person writing this letter. I've been feeding on the word a lot lately because I'm looking for a helpmate to help me fill my quiver. <laughs> this sounds so wrong. I don't believe in missionary dating, so I'm putting out fleeces left and right. We talked about the putting out the fleeces last uh-huh. time. Hoping God will point me toward my helpmate. All right. Let's uh, actually let's talk about some of this first before we move on to the rest of the article. Okay. Um, we talked about putting out the fleece last time, but helpmate. Where does that come from, Matt? Um, what sort of I'm guessing to? Adam and Eve. Yeah, Adam and yeah. Eve. Yeah, yeah Genesis. I mean, a suitable help. God made him a suitable, suitable helper and... And so, uh, yeah, but we've kind of taken that and... It just sounds so bad. Like, I need someone to do things for me, right? But it's <laughs> yeah. meant to be complimentarian. Like, yeah. I need someone who will compliment me. Exactly. You know, uh, or as Rocky Balboa says, you know, like, I got gaps. Adrian's got gaps. You know, till we get we were fully just gaps, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible Sylvester Sloan impersonation. Um, but you get the idea. Yeah, we get it. We get it. It's good. <laughs> Let's Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, and how about fill my quiver? Fill... <laughs> I think we might need to call John Woodson for this one. <laughs> he's our children's pastor. <laughs> he's he said this a few times. Yeah, I mean that that's based on uh, Proverbs. Uh, where is that in Proverbs? Somewhere in Proverbs. Let's just go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About uh, yeah, like kids. It's children. It's about children. Your your Struggle. your children being the arrow, being the arrows in your in hey, your quiver. Hey, hey John, can you help Matt out real quick? Yeah. Phone, a, phone, a phone, phone a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. option. Well, like, kids are like arrows in your quiver. Yeah. You know, and you know they're they're important and valuable for survival. And it, the strong more kids you have, they're, like they'll be suitable helper. No, wait, no, no, they uh, won't be suitable no. uh, helpmates. No, no, no. no. Uh, your family is strong, <laughs> right? All right, so there's a sort of a reference there, which is funny for someone to say, I need someone to help me fill my quiver. Like, help me. Don't say that. Help me start a family. Yeah, and they got serious real quick. Don't say that. That yeah. escalated quickly. I'm looking for a helpmate. No, no, mm. no. Don't. Yeah. And how about missionary dating? When people say, I don't believe in missionary dating, what do they mean by missionary dating? 
Dating someone that's not a believer. Yeah, straight with up. The, with the desire to uh, help lead them to Christ. Huh? He's so close. Yeah. He's seeking. <laughs> He's just right there. Oh, if I had a dollar for every conversation I've had with a student over the last 27 Dude. years where you ask that question, so is he a believer? Well, oh, yeah, he goes to he goes to church. Um, oh, well, which church he goes to? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, church or, of the couch. Or he believes in God. Um, oh. Like, what have I been teaching you? So he's right there between general revelation and special revelation, right? (laughs) Like, he's not quite crossed that line yet, you know? Oh, it's not funny. What does light and darkness have to do with each other? I don't know. Shouldn't laugh about it. But it happens a lot. Yeah. What I love is when people (laughs) should. Right. He's Uh, so nice to me. He has great questions. Um, But it's funny. My parents love him. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's just such a gentleman. I'll quit. Nice or moral or whatever. I got a, I I got a whole list, though, of, of different excuses. What's sad, but... though, is when it it's almost not sad, but it's kind of cool when things end up working right, where let's say a couple dated and one of them was a Christian and one of them was not. And then eventually they maybe got married or whatever, and the husband or wife or whatever became a Christian later on. Yeah. Like, and they say, see, it does work. It's okay. I'm like, listen, what that was was you were disobeying God. And basically, his grace covered it. Yeah. You know, and it's like saying, I didn't wear a seatbelt today and I didn't get into an accident. So you don't have to wear a seatbelt. It's yeah. totally cool. No, 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 no. You, you, you basically bought dinner and asked God to pick up the check. Okay. That's a good way of putting it. That's basically what happened. So, okay. um, all right. We talked about putting out the fleece. Let's. Uh, I'm going to read the next section here. All right. So he, the article continues. In fact, recent I recently started chatting up a lovely Proverbs 31 woman mm-hmm. in my missional community. She caught my attention one Wednesday evening because she had shared some unspokens during the popcorn prayer time. I could barely concentrate on the sword drills that followed. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those aren't really like dating references, but the Proverbs 31. Yeah. Come on. Unpack that for me, brother. What? Okay. I'm reading the article, so I'm I'm tossing. (laughs) I'm Proverbs 31. Lateral here. I'm tossing the football. Look at Proverbs 31. The characteristics of of a godly, virtuous woman. Um, and this woman is perfect, by the way. <laughs> so when someone says, I'm talking to a Proverbs 31 woman, they're basically saying, um, she's she's basically Jesus in woman form, and yeah. she runs her own company. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's in there. That's in Proverbs 31. Like, she runs her own business and is profitable. You yeah. know, It's like yeah. totally, I don't want to say it's unrealistic expectations placed on every woman, but it's, yeah. the, it's the ideal woman, right? And it's, I'm not it's going a bit there. much. I'm not going there. Well, that's how it presents itself. Yeah. You know, but it, it's it's a bit much. It's a bit much. But I mean, it's it's in scripture, and I mean, like that's yeah, it's. But it's in Proverbs. Proverbs deals with ideals and the way things tend to be. Yeah, they're not they're not promises. Based. Yeah, they're, they're not. Well, I, there can be principles in there, but they're not promises. Yeah, and that's key, right? Because sometimes someone will take like the train your child up in the ways of of God, and he will not depart from them. It's like, um, that's not really a promise. It's kind of a. A general kind That's of thing. A, it's a proverb, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I won't get into that too much. But anyway, so um, Proverbs 31, woman that sort of explained that. Sword drills are looking who can find Bible verses the fastest, right? And then we won't touch the unspokens. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll remain unspoken on that. They'll remain unspoken on that one. And popcorn prayer is like, what, everyone praying at the same time? No, it's like, it's everyone, like, everyone's praying, but you take turns. Like, you just say something, like, it's supposed to be short. Yeah, like a, oh. but it rarely is. 
right? It's yeah. rarely like a sentence or two, but you pray, you pray a sentence or two, and then the other someone else pops in yeah. and and prays. And you a can't say two. amen. There's a designated, <laughs> there's a designated like hang up person who who like presses the amen button, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So the article goes on. I took her to Saint Arbucks. Saint Arbucks. Just think about the Saint Starbucks. Starbucks. Saint Arbucks for some intentional hangout time. When we spoke, it was deep calling unto deep. <laughs> it turns out we have a lot in common. We both know about the ACTS, Axe, and WWJD, and we've both kissed dating goodbye. And we're both certain we don't have the gift of singleness, exclamation mark, hallelujah, exclamation mark. That prayer of Jabez really works. Oh, man. We just went back to the 90s I on know, this. So much 90s Prayer Jabez, WWJD, Dude. Kiss Dating Goodbye. Man. Did you read I Kiss Dating Goodbye? I did. See, when I was I've in, taught I Kiss Dating Goodbye. See, when I was in high school, I wrote an article, um, I Kiss Dating Hello. <laughs> a direct rebuttal to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, that guy has come out recently and saying, I am so sorry for the harm I've caused. Yeah. And there were some good things in it, but some people kind of took it as sort of the end on be all like, this yeah. is what the Bible says about dating and courtship and all that kind of stuff. And he, it, he came out denouncing his faith. So yeah. Uh, here we go again. Sad. Like, we, didn't we just. That went dark. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's an important reminder that no matter who somebody is and what they've written, uh, even how good it is, they're still human. Yeah. And our eyes always have to be focused on Jesus. You know, that's right. Not on a human or what that human has written. All right. So, um, intentional hangout time. Like, why such a lengthy phrase for like, we went out on a date? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And deep calls, deep call to deep. Like, intentional yeah. hangout. We are going to go get Starbucks, which St. we can't. Arbucks. Well, we can't talk because we just said we both, we yeah. both did that. We yeah. both went to Starbucks. Totally. So. But the deep calling unto deep, that is um, from Psalms 42, right? And there's a lot of water imagery involved with that. Hey, did you look that up? I did. did. I told you some research on oh, this. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I'm pretending like I just know this off the top of my head. Yeah, no, no, no. Because, like, you've quizzed, you've quizzed me. Like, if I would have known, I, I could have found where the yeah. the Proverbs <laughs> verse was with the, with the arrow and no, the quivers. I, but, okay. I, I knew some of this stuff, but I wanted to sort of brush up on it a little bit. Um, but apparently it was – this is one of the Sons of Korah songs. And some people speculate that it was written, Psalm 42 was written after David was forced out of the kingship by his son Absalom's insurrection. Mm -hmm. And so he's sort of outside Jerusalem sort of saying these things and lamenting having these issues and saying, you know, as deep cries out the deep. And really it's a reference to sort of having deep anguish and deep problems mm -hmm. and God having deep solutions. You know, God's grace and God's uh, comfort is deeper than any of the problems that we have. And it's a really kind of a cool reference. So it's not about having a deep conversation. No, it has not. It has nothing to do with a deep conversation oh. on a date. Okay. So, yeah. And some people always say it's kind of like a reference to also our our souls sort of sort of connecting with God. Hmm. Sort of this sort of something beyond mind, beyond heart, but on that sort of deep level. Um, so there's several different layers to it, which is really cool because that's the nature of poetry, right? All right. Uh, Acts. What's Acts? Acts would be the acronym for how you should uh, pray. How you Adoration. should. Every no. good Christian should pray according to the <laughs> I didn't acts mean that. of prayer. A way you can pray, which is that it's actually it's actually what I use. I mean, I, I do too. Uh, it's very scripturally ador based. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and uh, uh, supplication. Supplication. Well done so, there. Good job, yeah. well. Good yeah. job, man. I did my homework. Yeah. No, I, but yeah, no, I, I, no, I, 
Let me ask you a serious yeah. question. Did you have a WWJD bracelet? I did. You did, didn't you? And I think I had several different colors. I refused <laughs> to wear those when I was high school. I refused. It was, <laughs> okay, in the 1998-99, this was a big deal. Yeah. All right? There's a little history lesson here. WWJD, what would Jesus do, became this big thing. What it eventually became was you wore that bracelet so everyone would know that you're Christian so that you would know who you could ask out on a date. Like, uh, oh, okay. she's got the bracelet, so I know I can ask her on a date. So what guys started doing is guys who weren't even Christians would start wearing it so that they could, like, have an inroad to ask a girl out they liked. Oh. I knew all kinds of guys who wore those things. Okay. And it's like, dude, I, you are not – I'm sorry. You go to Young Life. So it, <laughs> so at this point <laughs> – that was, that was, Sorry, Young Life is good. So you're in, you're in high school. There. You're in high school. I'm a little bit older. So I was, uh, I was, working, bit. I was working with the youth ministry, and we were <laughs> – I'm in high school, and he was doing high school ministry. We were giving we, – look, we had these for students, and now I know why so many of the guys were wearing them. Totally, Now man. I know. Okay. It was like, hey, I'm a good guy. You can date me. Oh. Badge is basically all I amounted to. See, I thought they were just living for Jesus, but no. Oh, okay. And prayer, Jabez. Yeah. Dude, so much to do over like one verse. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, or two couple verses. I'm, I remember I was I was part of a church where like we literally claimed that as our as our prayer. Really? And, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look it up. But, it's pretty interesting. If you went to a Christian bookstore in the late 90s, there was like the the books book section, there was the Veggie Tales corner, and, and there was the, the prayer, prayer Jabez, Jabez wall. And there was like everything. Shirts, prayer Jabez. hats, shields, yeah. plaques, pictures, <laughs> yeah. you name it. There was prayer Jabez stuff at the yin yang, man. Yep. And uh, right next to the testaments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the testaments. Oh, you gotta have yourself some testaments. Oh man, freshen your breath, just like the Jordan freshened. Um, what was that guy who dipped in the river seven times? Uh, oh, uh, Naaman. Naaman. I was gonna say yeah. Layman, but no, it's Na- no, Naaman. Naaman. Anyway, that's a bizarre reference. All right, so we <laughs> mentioned some of those. This is really getting off the rails, but I love it. All right, so the next portion of the uh, article goes like this. Okay. She said she's a mercy person with a heart for the nations in the 1040 window. That's a reference to longitude and latitude where a lot of countries are yeah. sort of unreached. Um, and that she's currently raising support for a short-term mission trip to an unreached people group. When I heard her say that, I got a check in my spirit. Okay, we got to stop there. What does it mean to get a check in your spirit? Uh, just where you where red flags go up. You know, you got to – It's not red flags. Well, check in your spirit. Oh, I, so he's making like a positive it's not a thing. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's oh, a, so he's making like a positive thing. It's like you get really excited. Oh. Like, okay, I gotta, I gotta throttle this down check, real quick. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. Checking, checking his spirit. I guess he like that to him. That kind of checked off a box. That hey, yeah. okay, all right. God's telling me this is someone I need to go after. Yes. Yeah. All right, because I'm not sure whether I'm called to be a tent maker or in my mission field. Will be my workplace. Tent maker. Hmm. Tent maker. What's the tent maker? Paul. Paul. The Apostle Paul. Who, who yeah. Literally made tents to help pay for his missionary work. <laughs> yeah. I, funny story. When I went to Bible college, I there's I'm you know I was a missionary kid. I grew up in the mission field. My parents were full time church planners. Did but you they make were, tents? No, we did not make tents. Oh, okay. We went camping a lot, but we weren't tent makers. Hmm. But there was a I say a kid, a college student that I went to college with. His parents were missionaries in Turkey. Okay. And his parents are tent makers. Okay. Tent, so they're part time missionaries, part time actual workers. Tent makers his, in Turkey. His job, his job in Turkey was to build and fix tanks. 
Oh, that okay. was his tent making job. Okay. So part time missionary, part time tank fixer, <laughs> like not water tanks, like tanks that blow stuff up and go to war. Nice. Seems like a little bit of dissonance there, just a little bit. That, I would say a red flag would come. A up little check in your spirit. A little check in your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> not to use it right. All right. So uh, lost myself here. Tent maker or mission field workplace. So for now, we're both guarding our hearts and putting thoughts of anything else on the altar. We both want what God has for us, all in his Kairos timing. Of course, in the meantime, we only exchange side hugs for us so we don't <laughs> yeah. defraud each other yeah. or create any soul ties. Oh, yeah. The side so hugs. many phrases there. Yes. I think the youth pastor invented the side hug. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, too. I blame you. I think so, yeah. Blame you. Yeah. All right, so let's, there's a couple phrases in here. Um, guarding our hearts. That's almost like a... That's uh, I guess dating proverb. goodbye reference. Well, that's another proverb. I mean, it's yeah. is it 423, um, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Well done there. I I don't know that that's correct, but I, I'm pretty sure it's so Proverbs 423. Can I get a fat shake, please? Yeah. Fat shake, please? <laughs> fat shake on aisle four? Well, you know, work with students. You, <laughs> yeah. That's a verse you come to. It's your go-to. It's often. a go-to. Yeah. So what does it mean to guard your heart? I mean, just to to be cautious, to protect yourself, to not allow your heart to not allow your heart to lead you. Um, you know, you always hear people say, "Just follow your heart," which is not a good idea. <laughs> um, your heart is deceitful, and your heart can lead you into things that you shouldn't get into. So, always um, kind of, I think it's totally true. I always sort of thought of it in terms of don't let yourself go all in. Yeah. You know, like don't let yourself spend time thinking about this person too much or obsessing over them. Um, you know. Do intentional things that keep your heart from just sort of jumping in with both feet yeah. before you really should, you yeah. know? All right. And so putting thoughts of anything else on the altar, putting something on the altar. It's sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. This is not mine to hold. This is God's. You just have to do with it kind of thing. Um, so we're we're taking something that's humorous and, and a little cheesy. And we're, There's we're some tra- serious elements to well, it. Well, yeah, we're trying. Yeah. So, yeah, give some. Important to understand where these yeah. phrases come Kairos, that's Greek. Kairos time. So what's Kairos? You tell me what's Kairos. Uh, I didn't Google this one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, actually. Oh, man. I was we're... thinking it was, it reminds me of the, the Greek word for grace, um, Kairos. Let's look it up. Kairos. Yeah. Well, Matt gets in the Googles. Um, maybe you can tell us what Kairos is. And I heard someone say Kairos timing. No. Is that reference to providence in some ways, like grace and providence? I don't know. I don't know. This is going to derail quickly. Man, well, yeah, you should have uh, you should let me do my homework on I, this. I gave you this article ahead of time to look at. <laughs> I was to define every meaning here. All right. A propitious moment for decision or action. Okay. Okay. We'll take that. Uh, oh, my Greek. It's coming back now. Yeah, you, you, okay. you took all that Greek. Yeah. <laughs> well done there. It's only 20 years ago. but Nah. Use it or lose it, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, in the meantime, we only exchange side hugs. Talk about that. Defraud each other or create any soul ties. I never heard the phrase soul ties. Have you? Yeah. Soul ties. Yeah. Does it come from anything? Oh, just from being from being too intimate. You're uh, you're connecting with this person in in a way that you know you're you got a soul tie to them where you know it's dangerous. Yeah. It's not good. So. All right. Well, that concludes our Christianese dating edition. <laughs> uh, this is so many. I'm trying to think of what are the phrases that weren't used in this article that were used in the past. Um, yeah, I, I remember once in high school, someone saying, 
someone asked this girl, are you dating anybody? And he said, no, I'm dating Jesus. <laughs> dating Jesus. Oh, my word. Yeah. Oh, my word. So you just see him on Wednesday nights and <laughs> and uh, Sunday mornings then and call him up every night on the phone? It's actually a pretty good illustration. I remember in high school there was this um, youth – I didn't say volunteers in high school too. So, you know, my problem was I always used to date Jesus instead, of, but he thought we were married. You know, I'd, I'd see him Sunday morning. Uh, I would uh, hang out with him Wednesday nights and call him on the phone every weekend on, on the nights. But um, he wanted all of me. Yeah. He wanted me to, you know, 24 7. And um, so don't date Jesus. Don't do it. <laughs> nope. It's all in. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there we are. On that note, that concludes our serious segment, and we're was done. That, was that serious? I feel like it was mostly sort of serious. There were serious moments. Yeah, yeah. I was there. So, <laughs> uh, Matt, why don't you close us out in prayer, man? Oh, I will. Lord, we thank you so much for um, just for all that you do for us, and thank you that we can have fun and and uh, and joke about some of these things. Although I I know, Lord, that. Uh, you have a sense of humor, uh, but I also know, Lord, that you you want us to to take your word seriously. And uh, God, we can poke fun at worship songs, we can poke fun at Christianese, but um, at the end of the day, Lord, we need to be rooted in Scripture. We need to, um, Lord, to to know what matters and to be living according to what really matters. And uh, Father, I just I thank you that you love us with all of our quirks, all of our hangups. And uh, Father, we pray that you would just guide and direct our listeners, Lord. For for those that are listening right now, whatever they're dealing with in, in their life, I pray, God, that you would just give them um, your wisdom, yes, and God, God, that you would give them your protection. And uh, Lord, pray blessings on them and their family. Uh, regardless of what they may be going through, Lord, may they see that um, there's always something that you're doing and always something that you're wanting uh, to teach us. And God, we thank you for being a good God. So in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Matt. Yep. So Valentine's Day is about a week and a half away. Guys, don't blow it. Don't, you know, start planning now if you haven't already started planning, which reminds me I need to probably think of something. So yeah, we need to plan. <laughs> I I need to get on it. <laughs> our church is doing that date night thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they, they watch our kids. And go to the St. Arbucks. Go to St. Arbucks. Just mine. Well, thank you all for tuning in, Matt. Make sure and guard your hearts. Guard your hearts. Don't fall in love with this show too much. Yeah. That's right. Just be careful. Be careful. Uh, but you can. You can leave hearts and, and thumbs up for the uh, for the show. Uh, share it. Uh, we have a lot of you out there who do a great job sharing this and helping people get the word out about this show. Again, it's not really much of a show. This is this is us trying to reach out to people and you know make you laugh in a wholesome way, but also encourage you in your faith. So I want to encourage you all to, if you like this, share it. Like it. Tell the Google overlords that you appreciate this. Yep. Let's do it. And, of course, you can listen to it on... You can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Oh, he's on a roll. And um, all the other places. <laughs> and on Google, of course. You can yeah. ask Alexa to play TuneIn Podcast, Thursday's True and Trivial Talk, and Alexa will play it for you. And ask Alexa what Kairos means. Yeah, ask Alexa what Kairos means. Yeah. Go for it. You right, know? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Adios.